You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and it is my joy to be here with you for the next hour here on the Heart Healer Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. Week, right? Do I say this every Sunday night? I think I do because the energy has just been so wild. It just feels like, you know, a week has been, like enough has come in a week to fill a year. There's so much going on right now. Does that does that make sense to you? I hope. And does it feel similar to you? There's just so much going on. And I and I pray that you are thriving during this very special and unique time that we are all navigating and experiencing together. You know, no one goes untouched by the world's experiences right now. But if you've listened to this show even one time before, you will have heard me say really the most important ingredient in any experience is who we choose to be in our relationship with ourselves first in that experience. Because it it is defined, that choice of who we are choosing to be is defined by our beliefs and what we believe. So if we believe that it's, it's uh, daylight, even though it's three o'clock in the morning, then we believe that it's daylight and there's no convincing us otherwise, right? So checking in with what we believe is very valuable because beliefs, unlike universal truths, are changeable. And in fact, they need to change 
because we are in an ever-changing dynamic in this realm. There is always something that is changing. And what is what is it? Um, actually, it's not the right expression that I was trying to think of. So let's cancel that one and move on. I was trying to think of a of a phrase that embodies that, and the one that came to mind doesn't fit. So so tonight we're gonna talk about two different concepts. One is clearing and the energy of the eclipses that are coming up in the next six weeks or so. And the other is death and coming to completion, being one and the same. We are not necessarily speaking about death as it relates to transitioning to spirit out of the human form, but rather deaths like in Tarot, the death card is all about an ending, coming to completion, which always opens up an opportunity for a new beginning. And so let's start with talking about the energy of these eclipses and clearing and the value of that. So I am always and forever clearing. And you've heard me talk about Ho'oponopono, the beautiful ancient Hawaiian process of forgiveness, um, of of clearing out whatever memories are replaying from the subconscious mind, all those programs of which we have no idea where they all come from. We may know 1% or less than that, but 99.99% of what we experience is not coming from our conscious mind. And so the concept that there is always, something to clear or clean on, as Ho'oponopono speaks of it, is an important one, I believe, to embrace. I have been doing clearing work for over 25 years. And even before I started doing energetic clearing work, I realized as I looked back on my life, from the time around 1985 until 1994, when I truly woke up to my spirit connection very consciously, to my connection to God, to angelic realm, to other dimensional realities, what I realized was that I'm always clearing, always looking for understanding to be able to move through something to be able to move past it and start anew. So the concept of clearing has really been with me for many years, but the concept itself, although simple, the tools to do so may change as we um, kind of navigate this journey of awakening. I remember in the beginning, I used a lot of crystals, right? And, and also started using essential oils as a tool for clearing as well, especially emotional clearing. Essential oils have been in my life since 1997. I started studying them a few years before that, but the, the, the regular use of them and incorporating them into my life began in 97. 
And I found that the oils that I was drawn to the most and the ones that I worked with with clients had all to do with emotional balance and emotional clearing because the universe abhors a vacuum. So if we're going to clear something, then the universe wants us to fill it with something yummy, right? So I, I love using essential oils for that reason. So clearing is something that I think is really important. And when we look at it from the holistic perspective, which speaks of us as being physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic beings, that's the true holistic model. And when all those aspects of who we are are in balance, we feel fabulous. And so clearing on a physical level any holistic practitioner will tell you, although they may come from it or come to it from a different perspective and different methods, cleansing, a form of clearing, is very valuable to the body to release the buildup of toxins in some way, shape, or form. So physically, emotionally, you want to keep clearing any emotions of a low vibration. Those are the ones that don't feel good or that we judge as negative. I don't think of anything about energy as good, bad, right, wrong, positive, or negative. It simply is. And it's either a high frequency, which is usually much more comfortable and joyful for us and uplifting, or it's a very low frequency, which is dense and is uncomfortable. So if we don't put a judgment on emotions, then really what we're left with is simply looking at them as, an, as information in the form of energy that helps us to define where we are in our human experience. I'm going to repeat that because this is an important concept. Emotions are simply energy or, or emotions are hmm, information in the form of energy that help us to define where we are in a human experience. Without them, we don't know. And so they're very valuable pieces of information. The, the emotions we get stuck in are the ones that we judge as good, bad, right, wrong. So if we give up the need to be in judgment of them, then we are able to move through them much more quickly. If we keep holding on to the energy of emotions that are dense, uncomfortable, the ones that don't feel good to us, like fear, anger, any of the emotions of grief and grieving, disappointment, sadness, you name it, if it doesn't feel good, it's a low vibrational dynamic of emotion. And all of those, if they build up in the body, are the fuel for creating or manifesting dis-ease on some level. So it's good to keep moving through and clearing emotions on a regular basis. I do it with essential oils. I do it mostly with Ho'oponopono. And I also use energy clearing tools. That I, that I use when I do my monthly new moon clearing call. They're called a clear set. And um, one of the tools is an intention disc. And one of them is a serious 
meaning in the star system, Sirius, balance pendant. And the two of them work very synergistically together to clear the vibrations of anything that is low, that is not life-affirming and promoting of balance, right? So you pick your tool, but keep clearing. Sound, you know, crystal bowl, healing ceremony, sound baths. So there are a lot of times those are being offered a lot now. Those help to clear out energy frequencies as well. There is no one way to do it. You just have to find whichever way works best for you. So that's clearing, physically, emotionally, mentally. You want to be aware in the present moment, being mindful of your thoughts, you know, and those beliefs we talked about a few minutes ago. If your thoughts are not life-affirming, if your thoughts are not going to get you to, to where you want to be, then you want to keep clearing them and use very conscious languaging to shift those thoughts. Because if your thoughts and your words are not in alignment with your heart's desires, then that's one major block that will prevent them from coming to you. These are all things that I love to work with with clients. And I've done this for over 25 years. It's just such a joy to be able to listen to clients and empower them to get their aha moments so that they can then make the changes in their lives that they so desire, that they feel empowered by to create change and to manifest their heart's desires, whatever they might be. So let's talk a little bit about the energy of the eclipses coming up. So what I want you to know is that I am not an astrologer. I invite you to... Find someone, if astrology speaks to you and it's not your forte either, that is an expert in it and learn from them. You know, either get a reading that helps you to understand astrologically, which is a wonderful science, how the positioning of the planets and stars and sun and moon, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are affecting or influencing your life and how you can work with these planetary and and astrological influences to your best advantage or benefit. I love the energy of solar eclipses, however, and I have come to really appreciate the value of spending a little bit of time taking a look back and recognizing whatever the patterns are that have been part of the last eclipse so that I don't carry that energy forward to the next one. So we have, we have actually, um, I just recently learned because again, this is not my forte, but we normally have four eclipses that are paired twice a year, usually in June, usually in December. And, and the ones in, you know, and the pairing is that there's usually a lunar eclipse and there's usually a solar eclipse. This year, we have six of them, three in June, three in December. I'm sorry, two in June, one in July, and then three, I believe the, the other three are in December. Two of them are lunar eclipses. That's June 5, 
and July 5. And sandwiched in the middle is a solar eclipse on June 21, which is also the beginning of the solar, uh, the, the um, summer solstice. That wonderful summer season beginning, that new quarter. So lots of energy coming up. And just because these dates are beginning on June 5, trust me, we are already in the energy of these eclipses. Solar eclipses cycle in 18 to 18 and a half year cycles. So when you think about where you are right now, today, and you ask yourself the question, what issues am I still dealing with that are problematic? Or what issues am I dealing with that are problematic? And make a list. And then take a look back to 2002 and ask yourself the question, have I been dealing with this for these years? Have they been around that long? If so, then you carried them with you or they arose during the last solar eclipse cycle that is connected to the solar eclipse occurring on June 21. Then, if you're old enough, look back to the 18 or so years before that, which would be, I believe, 1984, and so on and so on. And if you find that, depending upon your age, that the beginning of it is with childhood, then it's likely you might have brought that in with you or you've just been carrying it all your life based on life experiences in childhood. Either way, you want to address these issues and clear them so that you don't carry them into the next 18-year cycle. I hope that makes sense to you. So I'll give you an example, and it's a personal one, so I I will share a personal thing with you. As comfortable as I am speaking, um, you know, I've been doing this show for, gosh, I forget how many years it's been. It's over four years on a weekly basis, pretty much, and this is very comfortable for me. You can also plant me in front of a room. And I can talk about anything because basically I'm, a, I'm an intuitive or channeled speaker. I have a, to, you know, a subject that I think of or that, or that I'm guided to talk about depending upon where I'm being asked to speak. And, and I just allow spirit to come through. I have an outline, but I don't attach to too much form. And I've spoken in front of large groups, um, everything from 900 and some people to 20-some people, to one-on-one. And it's totally comfortable for me. Now ask me whether I'm comfortable in front of a video camera. Not so very much so. (laughs) It's all our own stuff. And so last December's eclipse, I took a look back. That was December 2019. I, as I said, I love solar eclipses. I took a look back. I thought about what was coming up for me, which was I need to do more live videos on social media. 
I need to be visible. I need to connect with my people that I'm here to serve. And I'm, I'm having a challenge with it, right? And so I took a look back to the 18-year cycle before that, and then the one before that, and the one before that, because I'm not young. I'm young at heart. And, and what I found was that each 18-year increment was a real eye-opener for me that had to do with my visibility and my challenge with it and comfort with it. And so I made a very conscious decision to use the tools that I have and start clearing all of the patterns that had to do with it. And so my favorite is the Ho'oponopono. And so my favorite phrase is to whatever memories are in me that limit me to feel comfortable doing any kind of live video presentation on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you. Or just thank you repeatedly. And I often say this to keep clearing all of the patterns that are connected to it. Cause I don't know where they are, but I trust God divine creator does know. And in all of its compassion and love for me, right. That anything that needs to be cleared that serves my highest good is cleared. And I just keep doing it. And that's how you can also consider supporting yourself in this clearing process. So take a peek back as far as the eclipse energy is concerned. First, take a look at what are the issues you're currently able to identify that you're dealing with. Make a note of them. Pop back 18 and a half years, shall we say, to 2002. See what comes up for you. Were you dealing with the issue then or something like it? Make a note. Go back 18 more years if you're old enough and see if that issue was there in some way, shape, or form. And if it was and you're old enough to go back 18 more, 18.6 more years, please do so. And you'll see the pattern. And if you need help with the clearing process, please feel free to reach out to me. It is truly my joy to support you in this way. I also offer a monthly new moon clearing call, and the next one is going to be right before that solar eclipse. So please, this is a complimentary process. Um, It is usually very beautiful and powerful. If you cannot join me live, we do it. um, The next one is Monday, June 15. We always start at 12 p.m. Eastern time. If that time will not work for you, don't worry about it. All you need to do is register and you will receive the replay. And the replay is available to repeat this clearing process as many times as you want until the day of the new moon which in June is going to be, I forgot to write it down, let me look real fast, is going to be on June 21st, the day of the solar eclipse. Lots of crazy energy going on. New moons are all about intention. So this is a very powerful time. So please join me. Um, 
In order to do that, you go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, the heart healer.com. That's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, the heart healer.com forward slash events. And you'll see it both on the calendar for June 15, as well as in, there's a, like maybe five or six um, events that are separate from the actual calendar that you'll see on the same page. And it's there as well. And there is a link there for you to register. All you have to do is register one time and you will receive links to the replay as well as reminders each month so that you can remember to join me because the date of our new moon clearing process is different each month because the lunar cycle um, is different than our solar calendar, which is the calendar that we use most of the time. All righty. So. I hope that this information that we've shared tonight is helpful in some way. And so now I'm going to call RJ to come into the studio. And let's see where we're going for our first reading tonight. RJ. There we go. Finally. Hello. Good evening. (laughs) I know. Technology is just so much fun, isn't it? (laughs) It's it's a blast, let me tell you. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, sweet man? Well, the sun was out most of the day yesterday, but today not so much. Yeah, but it's no rain here all day. I can deal with that. Yeah, I know. My mother calls this weather schluggy. It's such a good word. <laughs> and I mean, literally, it has been pouring. We in South Florida have entered into our rainy season. And what happens is there's just like one day and it's here and it doesn't leave and we're in it. So we need the rain. So I'm, I'm very grateful for it. Have a new roof as of last fall. So I feel very safe and secure in my little house. So and you're ready. where are we starting so tonight? We're going to start our first caller from Oregon, speak with Camille. All righty. Good Hi. evening, Camille. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. My joy, honey. Welcome, welcome. How can we be of service yeah. to you tonight? All righty. So, um, okay, recently I have expanded my family to include my boyfriend and two puppies they all moved in at oh you know it was we all need to be together during these unprecedented times mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so now it's me the man my child and two cats and two dogs and um it's getting a little interesting in that um i think everyone is frustrated and um, he's kind of picking, nitpicking, you know, um, anxieties and things, and you know, maybe over the way that he keeps things clean and hit this way, I do it another way, and it's 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 a little tense. So my question is, um, not how can we iron this out because we do need to communicate, but um, I guess. Will this all be okay for us, you know? <laughs> I hear you. So, yeah. so 
this is an interesting time. Yes. And and when we define it as interesting, interesting times offer opportunities for growth. That's all it is, Camille. It's an opportunity for growth on many levels for everybody involved, including the animals, because they need to get together and get along as well. It's an adjustment time. How long has it been since everyone joined you? Oh, April 22nd, so one month. Not very long. And Not at all. Not only is it not very long, but it's not a normal adjustment time. So right. you not only have the adjustment dynamics, and I know none of this is unusual or um, something you haven't already thought about, but you're not only dealing with the adjustments of all the individuals, including your four-legged ones, in the same space. You've got energetic dynamics. You've got language dynamics. You've got personal belief dynamics. You've got preference dynamics. Um, it's It's all potentially challenging. And then you add to it the fact that we're in lockdown. Yeah. So there's all those dynamics on top of it because the kids are probably still in virtual school. Yeah? Yes. Oh, okay. don't get me started. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, so your question is, will this all be okay for all of you? Well, that's up to you. Because this whole dynamic is in perfect and divine order to give you all an opportunity to learn something from it. So if communication which I feel is a huge piece, which you've already identified, is yes. is part of what everyone gains, the opportunity to master, shall we say, then, then so be it. Be present with it. Don't think of it as, oh, no, this is so stressful, intense, and frustrating. Indeed, it can be. But shift it instead to, okay, this is an opportunity for us to figure this out. What's the the best way for us to do this? And find your compromise. But everyone has to be on board with the understanding that compromise and balancing each other is the goal. Listening and hearing each other, responding versus reacting is, is the best choice. And so if you find that one or all of you are reacting to each other or the animals are as well. Right. Then find your way to be able to respond. Reactivity is our inner child feeling threatened. It's fear-based. That's all it is. It's not the adult part of us. Right. And the animals are only reacting to the humans. And the energy that the humans are presenting. Because that's their job. They're there to clear it. They right, process right. it through their field. That is their service to humanity. So, so many interesting dynamics if you don't stay attached to it and just observe it. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it makes sense because I know that he is afraid. He is saying, I am afraid. I am scared. So just um, suddenly, it's a scary time, but then suddenly um, establishing yourself in a new house, in a new city, and um, expectations, romantic expectations, all those things. There is a lot of fear being um, ran, run through his own head. And, so and is he aware of what these fears are that he is experiencing? Has I'm he been sure contemplative enough that he's actually been able to identify them? Yeah, and and is able to discuss them. He is able to verbalize them with me. Then, honey, there is nothing to fear. You'll work it out. It's just a matter of hearing and asking questions like, what do you feel that you need in order to feel more comfortable? I can't solve everything, but... What do you feel that you need in order to be more comfortable? And if he doesn't know, then that's something that he needs to spend some time addressing. And then you talk about that and see what you can do together to create whatever it is that he's identifying that he needs. Fears now are rampant. Right. The third week into this, I could not stop crying, Camille. Not wow. because I was fearful, because I haven't been at all. I'm blessed that I live alone and I'm comfortable with it. And I have for a long time. And so being by myself in my house, I work out of my house. It, you know, I work either with people in person, not right now, but or, right. you know, virtually. And so I was just able to switch to all virtual, and it was not a big reach for me, no big pivot. But that third week in, I could not stop crying. And the more I asked spirit what it was, the more, because I'm an empath, the more I kept hearing, it's not yours. There's just, there was so much fear, so much grief, so much loss that is being emanated by human beings on this planet right now, could not process it all fast enough. So please be very kind and loving to yourselves first. And I invite you to offer him this wisdom as well. And to your child, be as loving to yourselves as you can. Because it's what we're here to learn the most. And you and your little microcosm are representing the macrocosm of humanity. The fact that you all joined each other, this is all about creating community. And being able to navigate being in community so that it is what's serving everyone. So you're getting to experience it within the four walls of your home. It's all good. It just doesn't always feel good. But the part that doesn't feel good is just to get your attention so that you will 
make a conscious choice about it. Because that's your, that's your human superpower, conscious choice. Okay. Make sense? Yes. You're all going to be fine in answer to your question. Just give it, give it the time that it needs for everybody to adjust. And do it with as much love, kindness, and compassion with yourselves and each other as you possibly can, creating the opportunity for each of you to speak your truth and to be heard and responded to. It's all fine. Oh, that's great. Thank you. You are so worthy and welcome. And I thank you, Camille, for bringing this issue to the show because I know without any hesitation, this conversation will be helpful to many other people. So thank you for opening your heart and sharing with us tonight. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm surrounding you with a big hug of love, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. All right, sweetie. Bye now. Have a good night. Blessings. Hey, RJ. Yeah, that was wonderful, yes. It was, wasn't it? I'm so grateful for her because that's such an important dynamic that she is not the only person or family that's going through this. Even if it's not a new family that's gathering, families are gathering that aren't used to spending so much time together. And so it's the same dynamic. You know, so I'm just so grateful that she chose tonight to call in. What a what a gift. Absolutely. All right. Where are we off to, sweet man? Well, we're going out to the West Coast in California and visit with Terry. Return caller. Dokie. Good evening, Terry. Hi, Eileen. You're always a pleasure. I'm very grateful oh. for you. Thank you, my love. Thank you. My joy. How can we be of service to you tonight? I'm just wondering. I have a coworker that I'm not quite sure about whether he's trustworthy um, or if he has my best interest at hand because he, a lot of times I see him um, being two different sides to two people. I see him saying things behind their back and then um, to them, he's completely different. So, um, I, you know, we're having to work closer together, mm-hmm. kind of, and I just don't know, I'm just not really sure about him. Okay. Do you mind giving me a first name? Would that work? Dan. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's just connect um, in with the energy of that. Kind of imagine him in your mind's eye. Kind of feel his presence with you. So we're going to ask for any and all information for you, Terry, that will help you to understand um, your coworker, Dan, and these questions that you have about his integrity, his trustworthiness and his integrity. So, so this is what comes in for me about this person. Um, A huge amount of insecurity um, Mm -hmm. 
this is nothing about you. This is, this is about him. So someone that is filled with insecurity will always be in a victim conscious mode and fear-based in their thoughts, beliefs, and motivation for action. He is definitely not heart-centered. He doesn't know anything about that. Relationships threaten him. He sees a threat wherever he goes because he has no sense of self-confidence and self-awareness that is comforting enough for him that he does not feel threatened by things outside of him. And so a person like this, it's impossible for them to be in integrity. Integrity would be that you speak your truth under all circumstances, not speak it one way in one circumstance and another in another way. Right. And so, and so if you would like to know how best to address this relationship. Yes. Yeah. I, the first thing I picked up when you started talking before you picked up the call is to use the Ho'oponopono on him. Absolutely. But it's not on him. It is to clear the energy within you that okay. you see in him. Ho'oponopono is always about clearing the energy within us. It's never about directly clearing anything in anyone else because core beliefs in Ho'oponopono, especially self-identity through Ho'oponopono, which is the more updated version based on Morna Simeona's teachings, is there isn't anything outside of us. Everything's a projection. So if right. we see it, we own it. Therefore, the only thing to do with it is to clear it with us. So here's some language you can use. So to whatever memories are in me that create this, these behaviors in Dan that I find to be challenging on any and all levels, that I am to atone for. We add the that I am to atone for when it is about something or someone outside of us. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you repeatedly or just thank you repeatedly. Keeping in mind to whatever memories are in me. These are memories replaying from your subconscious mind. The domain okay. of the inner child. That's all it is. You consciously, by stating this prayer, initiate the clearing. The rest of it, the thank you, is to God, divine creator, for doing it. And we trust and know that whatever serves our highest good gets cleared from us, and it's simultaneously cleared from wherever else that pattern exists. In this situation, the prayer is that the, the pattern in Dan that creates these behaviors and you can be more specific about it if you want to. When you create your statement, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. He's suffering. I, I, he's, he's, he's a nice guy. It's just I don't know what his intentions are. Like we're doing some hiring and he keeps talking about someone else doing my job. Hmm. And I don't know what 
I don't, I don't quite get that. Have you asked him? When he well, said I'm, that to you, have you asked? Well, I, I, I understand that he sees I'm um, overwhelmed. I have way too much, and I've been asking for help. So mm-hmm. we're, we're getting, I'm doing several jobs, several. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're getting some people to take some of those tasks off of me. Mm-hmm. But he's also talking about, you know, maybe somebody doing what I do. And I'm, I don't, I mean, once I get these other things off of my desk, then I can do my job. Okay. So clear communication is important. If you're not okay. clear about his intentions, then ask. Okay. Or keep saying the Ho'oponopono to whatever limits and open, balanced, mutually supportive relationship between me and Dan on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And you do that one as often as you can think of it before you're going to have a conversation with him. What it does is it clears the charge of anything between the two of you. Okay. I mean, he's, he's very nice to me. I can't say that he hasn't been, but like I said, mm-hmm. I see him saying other things about other people. And then when he's face to face, yeah, you them, wonder what he's different. saying about you when he's not in front of you. And, and you know what? You're never going to know unless somebody tells you, and then you're not even going to be able to know if it's true. So don't go there. Right. Take the high road, be in your integrity, open up lines of communication and hold that space. Okay. The example that you set is the energy that you, that you set, that you send out, that you create around you, that you attract. Okay. So if you don't well, want I, judgment, I don't be in judgment. Right. I wrote it all down. <laughs> okay. Just okay. Like, yeah. And if you need help, by all means, please feel free to reach out for a private session. I'm happy to spend a little bit more time with you and address this and anything else that you would like. It's my, my joy to do that if you feel drawn to it. Okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. My joy, you. Camille. I'm Terry. I'm sorry. Getting my names mixed up. Sorry, Terry. Thank you so much That's for okay. calling in. I'm very grateful. You have a good rest of your night out there in California, okay? Thank you so much. You're good welcome, night. honey. Blessings. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Oh, we just lost a caller. Let's go to Long Island and speak with Rita. Okay. Good Hello. evening, Rita. Good evening. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing good. So thank God for that. <laughs> Agreed. So, Being in New York is a challenging place right now. So I understand oh, yes, my heart. Yes, my heart surrounds yes. you. How can we support you tonight, Rita? What's going on? Well, I would just like to know what's going on with my life a little bit. I would like to know what I'm standing because I'm so confused for a lot of things. Um, So pick one area of your life 
that you would like yes. to ask a question about? Let me focus on one thing for the purposes of the show tonight. Sure. Uh, love of life. I know I I went through a lot in, in my life, and I would like to know if I meet anybody. Um, is some moving things, something like that? Because I'm so confused right now. I don't know if I'm okay. coming or go. Okay. So if I'm understanding your question correctly, Rita, you're asking if if I can pick up on any new divine romantic partners yes. that might be coming in. Okay, good. Thank you for clarifying that for me or confirming that for me. So generally, Rita, when I, when I read for this for someone, um, spirit shows me energy presences. They're either right in front of the person that I'm reading for or they're way far away from it. So that's kind of how I'm, I'm given information when people ask this kind of a question. And I do not sense anyone nearby, um, meaning anything happening or you meeting someone that is a divine romantic partner in the very near future. But what I will say to you is, the whole energy of feeling confused in life creates a very chaotic energy. You know, you sometimes ask what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is, is the chaotic energy because you're confused or are you confused because of the chaotic energy? And, and right now the answer is yes to both because there's so much chaos that we are all dealing with. Does that make sense so far? That's your right. You're right. So, so what I would invite you to do is don't focus on, on a divine partnership right now, a romantic one. Focus on you connecting with you. Connecting with your heart as often as you can, breathing into that part of who you are. Get comfortable with that. Be quiet at times so that you can listen and be so that you can receive creative ideas, inspired thoughts that will help you to gain clarity about what is going on in your life and what your next steps are. Because the more clarity that you can connect with, the more comfortable you're going to be, the more comfortable you are, the less chaotic the energy is, the more the likelihood of you actually attracting to you whatever it is that you desire. Does that all make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. But it all starts with you with you first. Okay. Right? So you can use the Ho'oponopono statement if you want to. And so you can say as a general statement, because feeling confused is a form of suffering. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. Okay. So you can use this statement, right? To whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my suffering on any and all levels, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, 
thank you or just I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What that does is it creates, you put into motion the clearing of whatever the patterns energetically are that are the cause of your suffering, no matter what it is. And the more often you say it, the more the benefit ultimately you experience. Make sense? Yes. Good luck with it. Say it as often as you can. Write it down, journal it, speak it, sing it, dance to it, do whatever feels good to you, but do it like the Nike commercial says. I promise you, the more you do it, the more benefit you'll experience. Okay? Yes. I have a friend of mine. She would like to talk to you. Um, I can't do that, Rita, because I have other people in the queue. Um, Ask her to call in again. If I have time, I will be happy to speak with her. Otherwise, invite her to call in next Sunday if we don't have time. Okay? No problem. Please tell your friend I'm sorry, but I appreciate you both calling. Okay? Okay. Uh, Thank you for your time. I'm glad to Pardon me? I feel better to talk to you. Oh, I'm so grateful, Rita. Thank you so much, honey. I'm surrounding you you with a a big hug of love. All right, Uh, honey. Blessings. Thank you. Bye bye now. now. Bye bye. She's got other people. All right, RJ, where are we off to? We're going to California and speak with Donna. Okay. Good Thank evening, you, Donna. Hi, Eileen. How are you? I'm good, but you sound like you're very far away, which you are. But let me increase my volume. Maybe I can hear you better. All right. I'll okay, go ahead. Let's, what can I do to support you? Well, I wanted to know what you were feeling toward me with the relationship, and then I'll tell you my experience. What So I wanted to pick up because I know you're very intuitive. Okay. And are we talking about a divine romantic relationship? Yeah, or a partnership type thing that would go into a marriage. Okay. Okay. All right. We're talking about a new one, attracting one, so that I'm clear? Yes. Yes, thank clear. you. All right, Donna, just kind of breathe into your heart center for me. We're just asking for any and all information on behalf of Donna about her attracting a new divine romantic relationship or partnership with future marriage potential. Hmm. Do you know anybody right now? Have you started dating anybody? No. Well, no, well, there's no. somebody right in front of you. There's there's an energy of something right in front of you. So what I want to say to you is when when the restrictions ease up, the potential of this person coming in um, is very strong. However, I want to just throw a caveat into this because – what the energy reads today, remember we're in a free will dimension and every choice we make shifts the energy timeline. And I don't see it happening within the next month, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know what will happen between now and then. So I would just invite you to keep holding on to the image and intention and descriptors of who this person is for you. 
And and you can even use the Ho'oponopono to clear okay. anything that blocks their coming to you. So to whatever memories are in me that prevent um, or block me finding my divine romantic partner, my perfect or ideal divine romantic partner that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. Or just thank you. And you can tweak the language of that to whatever feels comfortable to you. But keep in mind that the process is that you are consciously initiating by stating the prayer, the clearing from within you of whatever the energy pattern is that prevents this divine romantic person, this partner from showing up in your life. And yeah, we don't know what all those patterns are, right? Mm-hmm. So it just keeps putting it in divine creator God's hands to just keep clearing whatever it is. So keep repeating it as often as you feel intuitively guided to. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. I'll do that. Yeah. All right, sweetie. Coming in soon. Yeah. Same as you. Wonderful. Yes. Good. Good. I'm glad that I'm able to give you that confirmation. Just be patient with it because as you know, these are unusual times. Yes. <laughs> All right, and you know? uh, both of you stay well. And yeah, thank yeah, you, thank fun. you, RJ. Did you hear that? That's for you as well, sweet man. Yeah, I'm sure he can hear you. Okay, thank you, Donna. Okay. Take good care right. and enjoy the rest thank of your you. evening out there in California. Okay. Thank you, Eileen. You too. Thanks. You're Bye-bye. welcome. You're welcome. Blessings. Blessings. All right, RJ, where are we off to? RJ, are you with me? Did I lose you? Oh, goodness, I might have lost him. Okay, so let me look at the queue here. All right, so I am going to bring Carrie from Rhode Island into the studio. Good evening, Carrie. Hi, Eileen. Thanks for taking my call. My joy. I used to live in Rhode Island. <laughs> it's a pretty state. It's a pretty state. How can I be it of is. service to you tonight? Um, well, going back a few calls, I know someone asked regarding a coworker, um, you know, as far as their intentions. I've noticed patterns in my relationships. I've been doing some work per, uh, through therapy or counseling just to sort of maybe discern why I keep attracting certain maybe personality types or, you know, anything that I can do to maybe create better boundaries for myself. And I've seen a lot of patterns coming up with my mom. Um, I'm just trying to do some healing work with that. So I don't know if you Mm -hmm. have any guidance. I lost, I lost my father. Uh, It'll be six years in July. And I just know it, it just, it revealed things to me. And I love my mom dearly. I'm an only child, but it's becoming increasingly more difficult to maintain my boundaries. Um, you know, especially going through different situations and transitions in my personal life. So I'm open to any messages or advice you may have regarding that. Okay. So remember that boundary issues are always based on fear, sweetie. Mm-hmm. And, and they're always childhood-based. Mm-hmm. And so the simplest thing to do, because... You can engage with this in therapy and with your therapist's guidance, with whatever process they offer. 
mm-hmm. dissect it, learn about it, learn tools. Learn tools. But truly, to clear the yeah. pattern, because you're never going to know the all of what it is, will right. also help you. Mm-hmm. Childhood trauma, childhood challenges. Imagine the child, whatever the age is, that experienced whatever is affecting your relationships now mm-hmm. is still that age. And that part of you is still inside of you. And right. now imagine that any reactivity is, is her. It's not you as an mm-hmm. adult. It's her because she doesn't feel safe. Right. And so I would invite you to do at least one thing, and that is the Ho'oponopono, and it is basically to whatever me that cause any and all relationship challenges for me mm-hmm. on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Okay. Please forgive me. Thank you. The other thing that you might consider I do a beautiful inner child integration process with clients for anything that is childhood related. Mm-hmm. It is, it is such a beautiful process and something that you might consider to experience, to benefit and enhance the work that you're doing with your current therapist. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's more okay. of a, not really a formal form of therapy, but I mean, it's been helpful. And I went initially mm-hmm. for a personal relationship, a romantic one. And this is sort of my eyes were kind of I, through my own journaling, my eyes kind of revealed, you know, what my, my issues are. So in other words, if I'm growing or I'm trying to heal those issues, which I feel I'm doing a good job of doing, mm-hmm. engaging with my mother almost opens the wound or like a scab or, you know, and, and then it, it just becomes this circle where I'm not trying to teach her, but I don't think that could be correct. You know, she'd have to be willing to do that on her, on her own. So just try. It's not possible. It's not possible. Don't even try. Don't even try. (laughs) If you've never studied. I do is is not for anything, you know, and then I feel invalidated. I'm hearing you, Carrie. Yeah. (laughs) Everything that you've done, I've experienced. Trust me. Um, I am a survivor of childhood abuse and, and PTSD. And, yep. and I have to say to you that Ho'oponopono was my saving grace. And what I okay. say is to whatever memories are in me that are the source and the cause of my mother's suffering on any and all levels that I am. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. It clears. It initiates consciously the mm-hmm. the prayer and the request for God divine creator to clear all of those patterns that are in me that are the source of my mom's suffering. Because if I see it, it's mine. Mm -hmm. I'm not responsible for it, but they're in me. And if they are cleared from me, then they're simultaneously cleared from her as it serves the highest good of both of us. And all I can tell you is that, that it has been nothing less than a joyfully miraculous experience to watch my Mm -hmm. mother at 94 years old change. Not because I asked her to, not because I engage in it, but because I created the boundary of non-engagement 
and keep mm-hmm. doing the Ho'oponopono as often as I can think of it. I wake up saying this prayer for my mother because I want her to be able to leave this world peacefully. Mm-hmm. Right. And exactly. this is That's my way well. of doing that for her. Right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that because it's my absolute joy. <laughs> My absolute joy, Carrie. You are worthy and welcome. I thank you so much for calling tonight. I hope you you find this to be helpful. You're welcome. Blessings, honey. Bye now. Oh, my goddess. We are at the top of the hour. RJ, are you back with me? I don't know that he is. I see you, but I don't hear you. Okay. So I'm just going to keep going here. I know we're after the hour, but you guys have been waiting a while. So let me, where am I going here? Uh, Let's see. I am going to Penny. Welcome to the studio. Penny from Wisconsin. Yes. Hi, Eileen. Thank you for taking my call. My joy, honey. How can we be of service to you tonight? Um, I'm wondering if you see anything for relationship or what things you see coming for me in the near future. Okay, so let's be specific. If you want to, t- if you want to focus on relationship, I'll focus on that. You tell me. Yes, yeah, let's let's do that. Yes. Okay. All righty. So breathe into your heart for me, Penny. Just breathe into and out of your heart. And we're asking for any and all information on behalf of Penny about a divine romantic partnership. So I want to say somebody's close to you as well. Interesting. Not as close as the last caller. So I want to say that someone's showing up within the next, I'm going to say the next two months. You would definitely benefit, Penny, from doing eclipse-related clearing because there is something. Do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 37. Okay. So I want to say if we subtract 18 years from that, that, let's see, that's 19. So I want to say that Something either in the first year of your life or in your adolescence. Take a peek back and see if whatever challenges you in relationships now or recently was present when you were a 19-year-old. Then go back again to childhood because it feels like if if it came in with you, then it's something that you will have seen the dynamic of as a child. So take a peek at that, which means that this solar eclipse energy is perfect energy for you to clear whatever that pattern is, to really open up the energy for divine romantic relationship. I don't know what you were exposed to as a child. I don't know if there were parental influences that were challenging or adult influences that were challenging that might be bleeding through. But 
you might want to take a peek at that. Does that make sense to you? And does that feel right to you? Yeah, that does. I can think Good. of something that could be. Good. So whatever's now, if it was here at 18 years ago at age 19, then the likelihood is that you came in with it. If it didn't occur at 19 years old, between 18 and 19 years old, if you didn't have a traumatic event then, then my guess is that you more likely than not brought it in with you. So this is a really powerful time for you. And my sense of it is that if you do your due diligence within the next two months, you are going to manifest a person. Beautiful. And a yummy one at that. Oh, good. Okay. So, yeah. So really, really do your work. If you want help, reach out to me, but do the work either way. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, Eileen. My joy, Penny. You take good care of you, honey. Blessings. Thank you. You also. Thank you. All right. Let me see if I can find you here. All right. Oops. Where are you? Can you RJ, hear me? I, I can now. Yes, well, I, I had can a now. So. <laughs> I see that. I see that. And so we have one person that, yeah, let's just do one more caller. Can we do Michelle? Would that work for you? Well, I thought she was just listening, but if she has something to ask. Oh, she ahead. is just listening. Oh, I apologize. Then I think we're complete for tonight. Yeah, I, I see that two more calls came in that I was unable to screen. I apologize for that. But no, no apology. It's, it's, yeah, it's already am. 10 after the hour. <laughs> so thank you for those of you that called in that um, have been waiting. Um, our call, our show is from 7 to 8 generally. So please give a call next week. Call in at 6.45 or between 6.45 and 7 p.m. Eastern, and you will have a much greater chance of being able to receive a reading live on air. Okay, but I thank you so much for listening and joining us, and we look forward to you calling in um, next week. All right, RJ, thank you so much for all that you did behind the scenes tonight. I appreciate it. Well, I'm sorry my technology failed me, but we made it through the hour. Good. <laughs> we did, in a good way. Wonderful callers, wonderful questions, and I'm very grateful. So let's do, we'll do a rapid heart connection, and then we'll call it a night. So thank you, RJ. Blessings, sweet man. Thank you. Good night. Night, RJ. All right, everyone. For those of you that are new to the call we gen- or the show, we generally complete the show each week with a conscious heart connection. And we can do it very quickly for the lateness of the hour. So just imagine, if you will, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, right? Go ahead and uncross ankles and knees. And just relax your belly and take a couple of nice, deep, slow breaths. Focusing on you, connecting in with you. And with your next couple of breaths, focus your breath on your heart center, that beautiful energy center that sits in the middle of your chest. And imagine your breath going 
into that center all the way to the back of your chest and then out the front of your chest, creating a very conscious connection to that beautiful heart center of yours. The domain of this heart center is love. It is a place where we receive love into and where we emanate love from. Truth be told, it is never gone from us. Because as you breathe into and out of your heart center, sweet people, you are connecting with your soul essence, which is nothing less than pure, unadulterated, divine light of love and breathe. And imagine the color of that love, whatever color you want it to be. And as you breathe into and out of your heart center, now imagine that you are consciously connecting to the love light that is in every cell in your body. It's already there. You're just consciously connecting to it and breathe. Your soul essence has been connected to your cells since you took your first breath into that body. It's not outside of you. It's right there. So available. A never-ending resource of love. And that divine light of love is with you until you take your last breath in these bodies, whenever that will be. So trust and know there's always enough love and it's all right there inside of you. Everything else is the icing on the cake, shall we say. An additional gift. And breathe. And know that every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, there is this beautiful wave form of love that emanates from you in all directions, down into the heart of the earth, to the heart of our mother earth. It immediately fills the earth a gift of love to everyone and everything within the earth that lives there, that dwells there. It expands through to the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And it keeps on expanding through our atmosphere, into the universe, into infinity. Back to the beginning of all that is, to me, that's the one heart of love. And breathe. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So imagine that love that you just gifted, that you just sent out from breathing, from simply breathing into and out of your heart center, it's coming back to you multiplied, more brilliant, 
more vibrant, more of all that you could desire in love and breathe it in. And let it mingle and connect with all that you are and enhance it and expand it. Love is the highest vibration that exists everywhere and anywhere and the source of all healing. And there it is right inside of you. So I invite you to connect with it often by simply consciously breathing into and out of that beautiful heart center of yours. It is a beautiful way to be in service to humanity because every time you do, you are gifting all of us with more love. And surely we can all benefit from that right now. And so it is. Thank you, everyone, for joining me tonight. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. It has been my privilege and my joy to be here with you tonight here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. We're here every Sunday night beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Please join me again next week at that time. Call in at 645 if you'd like to have a complimentary reading on air. And until then, be safe out there and be as loving as you can in this relationship with you because that's what we're here to remember, how to be a loving person in our relationship with ourselves, how to remember it and how that reflects in how we are in relationship with others. I surround you all with love. Enjoy your moments in this coming week. Blessings of much love and gratitude. And good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.